0: Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Toku Secrets Podcast presented by AMASecrets.org. I'm your host, Nathan Dasaf. And today, we are wrapping up another journey here on the Toku Secrets Podcast, We are going to be covering the final four episodes, in other words, the in-game story arc of Chojin Sentai Jetman. We've come a long way since we started uh, about a month ago. Um, uh, Once again, we got the whole crew here, so I'll let the crew uh, introduce themselves real quick. Go ahead, guys. Hey,
1: guys. I am Green Eagle. (laughs) Really getting into it. Yeah, Yeah. he got (laughs) In the last video, I had to go all out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, Patrick Chicken.
2: Yeah, I'm Rizwan Black Condor, and I'm not going to go all out like Anthony did, because I value my vocal
0: cords. <laughs> no, no, you're good. <laughs> I, like how you took that dra- I like how you took that dramatic pause between Green and Eagle. That was awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, came-
4: I-, I let you notice. Know I was- I was dramatic I
0: actually thought that was, um, pause!
2: <laughs> I actually thought that pause was a lag on his part and I was about to have to start correcting his <laughs> audio again or something. <laughs> no.
4: Sentite the sensei trope.
2: I know, I know, but like I'm sitting here like Did did he have an audio glitch already? This normally your, happens halfway through a podcast. In your defense, I was thinking the
5: same thing.
2: <laughs> Thank like, I was, I was pulling out the, the stop button to be like, wait, hang on. We've got to stop and check his audio again.
0: <laughs> so like I said, guys, uh, we are going to be covering the last four episodes of Jetman. Uh, real quick, we'll go over uh, everything that happened last time. Um, so... A couple of uh, small things. A Jetman got some new blasters called the Smash Bombers. That's not really important. Um, We had a brief two-parter where they were replaced by a a Neo-Jetman team, and they lost their powers, but then they got them back. Not really much there. The big thing, though, which pretty much dominated like 80% of the episodes that we covered last time was that uh, Toron became angry that the other virum generals were belittling him and because of his anger he got he underwent like a massive growth and turned into his adult form tranza. And as Tranza, he declared himself the emperor of the Viram and he went through several attempts to try to defeat the Jetman and then he was finally defeated and in the very last episode, which kind of unofficially begins the arc that we're looking at now uh, he got beaten into submission by Radigat, and now he's living his life in a mental institution. So, uh, one of the original four Viram generals has already been defeated. Um, so there's three left. Um, so, uh, we're, I'm just gonna go over, uh, the plots of, uh, each of, uh, these episodes bit by bit, and we'll just talk about the major things that happen, uh, before we go into a big discussion. Um, so, uh, the in-game arc starts off with episode 48, A Kiss of Death, where Maria accepts this deal from Radigat where uh, he gives her this, uh, this um, thing on her neck that uh, through his blood that turns her into this vampire monster. Uh, she's going around uh, killing people by drinking their blood, and it slowly begins turning her into a mindless beast. Uh, she infects Ryu, um, and then in uh, episode 49, uh, Maria, her love and death. um, So, Ryu gets freed from uh, Maria's curse, and we, and pretty much the entire second half of this episode, uh, well, to cut a long story short, uh, Ryu snaps Maria out of her, out of her um, state, like he pretty much tells her that, you know, he loves her no matter what she is. I mean, he gives her a kiss, and then uh, Maria turns back into Rie. Um, she stabs Radigate in the back um, with Ryu's sword, and Radigate kills her. Um, so, yeah, it's a pretty emotional, uh, it's actually a very emotional end of the episode. Uh, like, Rie gets slashed, you know, saying that she just wanted to hurt Radigate before she died and then, uh, Gray takes her away, and it's actually, it's a really emotional scene here, because, uh, what happens is that Gray takes her out into the sea after she dies, and he starts crying, and his tears make her body vanish. Pretty emotional moment for Gray, because keep in mind, Gray is a robot. Um, so then that leads us to, uh, the next, uh, Phase of the in-game arc, uh, starting with episode fifty, respective battles to the death, um, where Ryu leaves the Jetman and you know wants to face Radigate alone um, to uh, avenge Rie. Um, while the other Jetmen are going after him, uh, Guy gets into a final battle with Gray. Uh, they get into a one-on-one battle where uh, Guy is able to defeat Gray. Um, he uh, lights us, but um. He actually lights a cigarette for Grey as he's dying, and his soul kind of trails off in Maria's music. Um, A little bit of a fun fact is that uh, during Guy's final battle with Grey, um, his visor gets cracked open. Um, That may not seem as big of a deal nowadays, because we've seen that happen, but this was actually the first time that it ever happened in any tokusatsu show. So that, that was actually a really big deal. Um, So, you guys might know it from Power Rangers, there's a, um, like, when Leo gets his visor busted open after he defeated Trakina. it happened to Wes once. I think it happened to Devin in Beast Morphers at one point. Um, Yeah, this is the first time that that actually happened. Um, Of course, uh, Ryu is able to get over uh, Rie's death, and... That leads us into the um, final episode, uh, episode 51, uh, Flap Your Wings, Aviators. Uh, The entire first half of the episode, the Jetmen are battling Radigate, and they're able to defeat him because of this weak spot in his back that Rie created by stabbing him in the back. And then uh, the second half of the episode revolves around the epilogue that takes place three years later. Um, I'll just... um, go over uh, everything that happens. uh, Then we can get into the discussion portion. Um, Raita and his friend Satsuki, who we saw in episode nine, are married, and they're living together on a farm. So good for you, Raita. You got together with the girl that, with the actual girl that was made for you. Good for you. Mako is a big singing star. Uh, Ryu and Kaori are getting married. And uh, fun fact here: uh, the preacher that the guy who plays the priest performing their wedding is actually the uh, suit actor for Red Hawk. Um, guy, while trying to uh, getting while getting into a fight with a thief that steals a woman's purse, gets stabbed in the stomach. Um, the guy who stabs him in the stomach, by the way, is Black Condor's suit actor. Um, and the episode ends, uh, and the series ends with uh, Guy arriving at the wedding. He's keeping his condition a secret because he doesn't want to ruin uh, Ryu and Kyori's special day. He shares one final moment with the Jetman where he's like smoking a cigarette and lying down on the bench before he passes out, and everyone just runs off enjoying the wedding, and that's how the uh, series ends. Now, it should be noted that uh, it was debatable over whether or not Guy had actually died in this episode, because it had never been actually confirmed, but then it was officially confirmed almost 20 years later when Gokaiger came out. And, you know, we already covered this on Toku Secrets, how uh, a guy comes back and uh, encounters the uh, Gokaigers. Uh, that confirmed that he was officially dead. Um, There were uh, some other bits of Jetman media that aired after this. I'll talk about that later, though, uh, since I feel like... I had- just spent the last couple of minutes talking nonstop. stop I think we should uh, get into some discussion. Uh, any of you guys want to open up with uh, your thoughts on uh, the endgame game arc? I want to hear what the two guys were saying for the first time I
1: have to say before I say anything. Yeah, <laughs> me too.
2: I think it's wise to let Anthony go first, because I might turn ranty. <laughs> okay. Anthony go ahead.
1: Oh boy. Okay. Um wow. We're actually
4: on the we're actually towards we're actually at the end now. It's crazy that we've, we actually got here. Um I really I really enjoyed it. But and I had to go back and have to watch that scene again cuz I was like, "Uh. Can't Which one? And like, why did he have to that stupid dude had to steal that stupid purse. Like, why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. I was just, I was just like just in shock that he that it happened. I'm just like, why, 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 why? And um basically and with the whole thing with um guy dying. I think what it, I think. Well, of course, we all get all pretty much like confirmed that. Like, we're pretty pretty we're pretty confident that, and we already know that that even if this doesn't happen, that we know this this shouldn't this couldn't happen anyway. But Bruce, I'll say it anyway. If Guy had just you know gotten his wound, I went to the hospital, got his wound, you know, healed up or whatever, he would have survived the stab wound. We're just I mean, this pretty much confirmed that that's probably of the case. But he decided that, no, I'm going to go see my friend's wedding. I don't care if I, if I end up dying afterwards or I bleed to death. I'm going to their wedding regardless. Because in his mind, he would rather do that than than having to upset his friends and his friends be, be mad at him for not being at their wedding. Even though he had a good reason why he wouldn't be at their wedding if that's the, if that would happen. Yeah. But uh, overall, I'm, I'm sorry, Nate, I'm, I'm gonna say one more thing before for you, um, you continue. Um, and just the fact that everybody else was like living like living their lives for the past three years after they defeat the virus was also really good too, because they didn't have to do that. They could have just done the oh we're done and we're finally like free from the virus and then that would have been the end credits right there. But they was like nah, we're gonna give you more story after the fact of
1: everything that happened. You know, I'm done.
0: Yeah, I'm actually glad what you said about uh, Guy's death. I did want to, uh, I want to give, like, an argument, like, just thoughts on, like, Guy's death See, you know, I think we should all talk about that briefly, but, uh, first I'm going to let Riz give his overall thoughts.
2: Well, most of my rant will be about Guy's death, so be warned. Okay.
0: We might actually have a little bit of a <laughs> fight over that, but I'm prepared. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I don't think it's going to be a
2: fight. I think you're going to agree with me, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um... Before I get into the rant, though, I want to say that I will eat my words. They did find a way to do better than the uh, than the Tarzan fight. I, I was kind of surprised with how good that the last three episodes were. The fights. You mean Transa? Transa. I don't know. why I call him Tarzan in my mind sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. I, I
5: know. Where that, I know. To, to give, uh, give a thought on that real quick, I remember the last season we were talking about the Takeru Juzo fight in the what the not the penultimate episode or was the penultimate episode? We were talking about like it was amazing Sentai fights. I didn't. I specifically didn't talk about a, a guy versus Gray in that final uh, last second to last episode because I wanted you two to see it for yourselves. I love the heck out of that fight.
2: It yeah, honestly, the best fight was not Ryu and um uh, Radigate. Yeah. Radigat. Yeah. It was it was Guy and um, Gray. That was the best that, fight, and like I said, that's literally
0: the first time any Sentai Ranger ever has taken such a bad hit that the visor gets busted open.
2: <clears throat> exactly, but overall. Everything in the last bit was amazing. Like, the fights with the mechs, the ground fights. Why did Tetra Boy have to go like that, man? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I saw that and my heart broke. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for you to mention that. <laughs> dude, you knew I had to. <laughs> I Tetra, Boy, <laughs> Tetra Boy is my man, okay? Like, he is. he is the man, okay?
0: I forgot I thought, to mention everybody back home. Uh, all the well, okay. I think Jet Icarus is kinda still intact, but Jet Garuda and Tetra Boy, they're both gone.
2: Garuda and Tetraboy are gone. Icarus technically is gone, but I think he could, they can repair that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: Okay. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna start to rant because I know it's a big topic in my mind, that's all I can think about right now. This should have ended. Before the epilogue,
1: if they were going to go to guy dying round,
2: because to me it it just seemed out of nowhere with no purpose. There was no reason for guy to die here, because they clearly established, though, in my opinion, not as well as they could have that. Guy and Kyori uh, broke up. We knew that was going to happen. That was pretty obvious from before. But what I wasn't expecting and well, I mean, I was expecting it because I knew what happened in Gokaizer and I kind of read ahead a little bit. So I knew Ryu and Kayori got married. But the suddenness of it ends the battle and the next thing we know they're getting married. I'm like we're not going to address any of the Breakup between Guy and Kyrie. We're not going to talk about any of the how did Guy, uh, how did Kyrie and Ryu get together. It it just seemed sudden and forced, and that soured my opinion of Guy's death because it felt needless to me. Like if he hadn't died, nothing changed. The only the only scenario where Guy dying would have been great. Is if he had died killing Grey, and the Jetman used that grief to defeat the rest of the Byram. and then three years later, it's revealed that through the grief of losing Rie and losing Guy, uh, guy Kyori and Ryu found some kind of consolation that's in each right. other, you know? And that's how they got together. But random stab fight, stab wound right before the wedding. It just felt wrong to me.
1: So So, here's the point where I ask Nate to tell me if we agree or not. I, I
0: mean, I don't agree with that because and okay, I I can sympathize with you with how you say that um, that you think like random stab wound. Okay, I can be a little sympathetic to that, but he. But, okay, here's my counter-argument with that. So, first of all, um, it gives great character development for Guy. And th- this is actually something that I'm going to go off with An- what Anthony said. So, you know what, let's remember in episode, um, either 17 or 18, that little two-parter where Juza was around, Guy thought that he was going to die, and when he thought he was going to die, he fled, and he Wanted to be alone because he always thought that he was going to die alone. But then here, when he knows that he's going to die, he goes to be with his, the Jetmen because that's how he wants to spend his final moments. It shows how far he's come from being like that asshole. Part of my language there, who uh, who punched Ryu in the face when Ryu was offering him a light for his cigarette, like it shows how far he's come to accept these people as, like, really good friends. So it's character development for Guy. And I also like to think that um, the death, as much as you complain about how it, you know, it's perfectly valid to complain like, oh, it's just a random stab wound. But I think it does show a great message. So first of all, I think it... Shows that Sentai Rangers, not just Jetmen, but like any Ranger, you know, it could be like Takeru from Shenkin or anybody. These people aren't invincible. Like, sure, they defeat monsters, but they're just as vulnerable to dying like everyday people as the rest of us. And, you know, we shouldn't look at them as like these big invincible heroes that, you know, can't be killed or anything. And not only that, but I think it teaches a tough lesson for kids, you know, um, and adults, to be honest, where sometimes something that's horribly awful and unfair, like guy getting stabbed when he's trying to uh, stop a thief from stealing a woman's purse. Sometimes those things happen and you can't really do anything. The only thing that you can do in horrible situations like that. Is your best, and that's exactly what Guy does. He, pro, you know, he wants to do his best, what best he can, with the remainder of his life. And to him, his best is him going and enjoying one last moment with the people that he loves the most. So I understand why you have issues with him getting a random stab wound, but I think there's a lot of deeper meaning both behind, like just teaching lessons and just guys character development in general.
2: So, my counter counter argument to you. I'm not contesting the character growth of the guy. I think that was really powerful. I think we even said last night in our conversation before this review that dude, the fact that his his only words were I want to go to my I'm going to my best friend's wedding, like my two best friends wedding. That that one line spoke more volume of Guy than anything else in the entire like in the entirety of the season up until this point with Guy. Because yeah, Guy was an asshole. Guy was a he was selfish. He was a little bit arrogant, but he was a badass. But he never wanted to admit that he liked these people. He liked Kairi because he thought he was either hot or he wanted to screw with Ryu, wanted it to. Don't know one it really is at the end. It's, that's open for debate. So no, I'm not, I'm not saying that this is bad character development. This is fantastic character development overall, including him going to the wedding because, for all the reasons you said. And I get the Sentai Rangers as a whole are vulnerable, they're not immortal, That's great, but was that the intent of it from the creator's point of view? Was it it the point of, from their point to say, hey, these are great heroes, but they're not immortal? Because I don't think that was the message they intended there. I think that's the message that you interpreted based on your deeper reasoning of this entire franchise. But I don't think that's what they were trying to say at that point.
0: I mean, what was your interpretation of it then? I mean, I mean, if I get that interpretation, I mean, isn't that like, isn't that what matters? Like, you know, how I interpret it. I mean, we could yeah. sit here and I'm not trying to turn this into a heated discussion. By the way, I'm just saying that.
2: Uh, no, have like, not heated
0: discussion yet. We're not yelling. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that, like, we could. I mean, we could sit here and argue all day, like debate all day, like uh, what someone's intended message was for. I mean. To give a, you know, more comedic example, I mean, like you look at a terrible movie like The Room. I mean, Tommy Wiseau intended for that to be a serious movie and everybody got it more from a comedic purpose. And now Tommy Wiseau is going around and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I always meant for this to be a comedic purpose." Like, I mean, I don't think it ever ma- I don't think it necessarily matters what the creator intended with people to the message that the creator intended to convey so much as, like, what people get out of it. So like, and we of, can sit here and debate that all day.
2: So part of why I was kind of against the Death of Guy and the way it happened is because I've seen a lot of people online in the last 24 hours on, like, Reddit and Twitter. I, I did a little bit of a deep dive on Man after all. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Because I wanted to know what, how other people were reacting to it. And surprisingly, I came across a couple of people that said... This all was done because Guy wanted... Like, they wanted to get Guy out of the picture so that Ryu and Kyori would have a life together. And I'm just sitting here like, that's not... That's not what happened here.
1: Yeah, that's stupid.
2: Guy was 100% okay three years later with the relationship. Was he okay with it on day one? I have no idea. But at some point in the three years... He said, I support this union. I think this is fantastic. And these are my two best friends because they both taught me something I didn't know before. Like, Ryu gave him one of the biggest character arc developments I've seen in Sentai. I mean, the only thing that comes close to this, some of the stuff in Senkens there with uh, Takutu and his, um, his being revealed as not the lord. But the thing here is he Ryu uh, basically is like spiraling out of control and Guy snaps and says you can't spiral like this. You are the one that you're the voice of reason. You're the guide and compass of our team and you can't do this because then we all falter. And, And that moment was huge for him.
1: But it just feels like I
2: don't, I don't think those people are right about this being a way to get Ryu and Kyra together. Because that's not the intent here. And that wasn't anywhere implied even remotely as a possibility. Because he loved his friends. He loved the set men. And you're right. Him going to the, sem- him going to, not to the cemetery. Him going to the wedding. I'm uh, getting the ceremonies all mixed up. Mm-hmm. But him going to the ceremony to be with his friends in his dying moments. That's a huge thing. But my question is, why did we have to go through that particular thing? Like what, what purpose does it serve aside from teaching a grand lesson that, okay, yeah, these guys are not immortal. They can die from very minor things like a stab wound or cancer or whatever, you know, like I get it, but
0: I mean, I would probably argue that, that, that like, one sign that maybe that was the meaning is that, uh, I mean, okay, I'm pretty sure you already know this. Um, you're the only guy here that hasn't seen this Sentai, but uh, we all know that uh, Dragon Ranger uh, Burai yep. dies in Geo Ranger. Well, the funny thing is, is that, um, so whether or not he was going to die is like an overarching theme in Geo Ranger. There was actually a poll where uh, kids got to vote on whether or not Burai got to live or die, and um, they, I think I mentioned this in our History of Super Sentai review, but if I didn't, then I'll just reiterate it. They, like, uh, the option that won was that Burai got to live, but they still decided to kill off Burai anyway, because they wanted to teach kids lessons that sometimes heroes just die. So maybe that was the... Now, obviously, I'm not saying that this definitively confirms that this is what they were also going with with Jetman, but, I mean, considering how G-Ranger came out a year after this, like, yeah, maybe that was what they... Maybe that's what they were going for. And, I mean, I guess, you know, maybe you could say that maybe that doesn't have an overarching purpose within the plot itself, but... The plot, like, the bigger meaning of Jetman, but... At the same time, I mean, we see the Jet, like, we, you know, there's a lot of, like, interpersonal drama within the Jetman as well. So, you know, someone dying, like, you know, we went through an entire season with, like, relationship drama and, like, you know, internal drama where everybody seemed human, like, you know, like, the love square. I know that you're not a fan of the love square, and, I mean, I can't blame you, but, you know, we have that, and then we have, like, in this saga of episodes alone, we have Ryu being separated from his, you know, his fiance and then losing her. So I feel like one of the jetmen dying just kind of fits in with the more like personal drama, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, I can see the personal drama. And like, again, I'm going to say it, that if the death happened any other way, like if it happened in the battle with gray or it happened, if it happened at some point in the three year interim, Leading up to the wedding, I'd say, okay, that that's fine. I get it, but it just seemed kind of odd timing-wise to me, and do I can't you, explain it more than that.
4: Do you feel like had they had they spent like more time, like after the time skip, that they were able to like to you know come together for one last thing, and then afterwards he got killed? Did you? Would you rather had that?
2: Yes, actually, because I think it was just... I think the crown and the whole episode worked the stuff into ten minutes. I think, Anthony, you just hit on the, he- on the nail on the head of what is bugging me the most right now.
4: It kind of bothered me, too, but I'm just kind of like... So, after, after all that, they decided, oh, we're just gonna kill him kill him, like literally at the finale when it's when no, no real... But... Need I wouldn't. For. You know, I, I, I was not saying exactly what
1: you're saying. I just I didn't like it either because I'm like, that's it. That's that's how you kill off. Like, so like, thank you
2: for saying that because you just helped me take this jarble of thoughts that I've been trying to process for the last 24 hours, and I finally have my meaningful comment here. Oh, you are welcome?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I would have enjoyed this. A lot more, and I could have accepted Guy's death a lot more if we had an episode, what, 52? Yeah, 52. Yeah. Whereas it's an epilogue episode, and that'd have been perfect, where they go into more expose on the relationships, how things happened, how did Akko become that kind of singing star? Because I didn't expect her to become like this pop rock, like idol. I, I expected her to become like a singer, but I didn't expect her to get like that kind of career that quickly. So, like, you know, a little bit more expose on that, a little bit more expose on the Ryu and Kairi relationship. What's Guy been up to? What's uh, How's Raita been on the farm? Like, just an episode where they casually are hell, even getting ready for the wedding. Like, Raita maybe having some thing at the farm where for five minutes we have him doing something. And the same thing for Akko, where she has to like I don't know, maybe re- rearrange her schedule on her music career to be at the wedding because there's a conflict just resolved. Um, like there's just so many things that we could have done with the epilogue to make it more meaningful and to give us more of an idea of what happened because it just felt like it was written too quickly to me. Does yeah,
0: that yeah, it does, and I mean, I've I, I mean, always been sympathetic to any. Like, okay, so first of all, it should be noted that uh, Jetman's ending is like a very controversial ending. Like, you'd be so like, you would be amazed like at just how much like hot debate. So, literally, this podcast is probably like one of several hot debates that people have over the ending of Jetman.
2: Oh yeah, I, mean, I'm, I, I found several people that that debated in like text forums, like. Uh, Ranger or Reddit, Twitter, if you just look for Jetman Finale, you will find people debating the stuff for
0: days. I mean, I wouldn't say that it's, like, hated like some, uh, like, you know, some infamously hated endings, like the ending of How I Met Your Mother or how Game of Thrones ended, but it's yes. still probably up there. Like, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think like, I mean, we have like some differing opinions. Although, um, Patrick, you haven't really given up much on your thoughts yet. You yeah, I'm to
5: I, was, I was waiting for you two to finish up. And I kind of have. I guess you can call it a bit of a reach to explain why Guy's death was so spontaneous. Because it's kind of tied to a throwaway line that happened maybe like 10 minutes before. The show ended, uh, right before Radicate died. He made mention that he was gonna haunt them from beyond the grave.
1: What if he made what if that mention, was Radicate? What if it was his one last laugh off at the Jetman? It's a reach, I know it's a reach, but. I find it if weird. That was... that would, I, I find
5: it weird that they would put have him say a line like that, and then the next time we see them after that, something bad happens.
4: What do you think? That like he's like re, like a reincarnated? Uh, no, right, he, like, like,
2: no, I think he cursed he, him. Yeah, he cursed them. Because I mean, oh, this yeah. was this was never kind
5: of said, but it was heavily implied that he is a vampire. And vampires do have a history of being able to use magic in some ways, so what if... I mean, it, if that's the case, and they could have telegraphed it a bit better, but I don't know, it's just an idea. <laughs> and
0: did you try to lean on that in the manga? So, first of all, I haven't read the manga, and the manga is considered non-canon, by the way, but I have, like, read up on it. The main plot of the manga is that Radigate is, like, back as a ghost and he possesses uh, Tranza's human body, and I'll, I'll talk more about that briefly later, but maybe they weren't implying that maybe, like, Radigat, like, possessed this thief's body and he killed Guy, or something like that. So, I think the manga does kind of play into that. Um, and, uh, of course, the manga's speak, not canon.
1: And a little subtle
5: thing is that the guy, after he stabbed
2: him, looked terrified. So, yeah, well, I think, I don't know. I think So I think that part is very common when Yeah, I know, but when it's common, Like when a common thief who's just after like a purse to get some money to go get high Yeah, and then you realize what you did I, Yeah. And, and like he realizes that to get the money and to get the purse and to survive that altercation, and he kills something mm-hmm. I, I, think that's, I think that's more of a guilt of what he did and him being mm-hmm. ashamed of what he did rather than Ooh, Radicates come back from the grave to haunt this one rando.
4: I mean, can I say one
2: thing though? Yeah, go, go ahead. You can say two. So,
4: <laughs> if that's the case, then wow, Radigan, it really is the most like he is the number one hater. If that's if that's the case, because my I mean, god, he said if that's the case, if the, it's true. Now, if yeah. it's not, then like it's fine. But like if that is true, like holy crap, this dude is literally cursed them from beyond the grave. Like, ha-ha, I mean, suck it.
5: It wouldn't be out of character for him either, given how he is literally that much of a spiteful turd.
1: Yes! That's, so, that's, I mean, the it's the like third. I said, it
5: reach, I know, but it's an idea. It's one I've never heard anybody talk about, the possibility of, so there you go.
2: <laughs> it's it's definitely a possibility, and honestly, I like that. While it's the rates, I kind of like that. Yeah.
1: But because the Jetman have always had internal
5: drama, and the Byron have done a good job of screwing with J- the Jetman's
1: chemistry, Well, Rattigate got one last uh, twist of the knife, to say... <laughs> So, Patrick, what are your thoughts on the finale not related to the guy stuff? Uh, I think everything in the epilogue is. It's one of the best
5: endings from a Sentai that I've seen. I still think Shin Kendra is better, obviously. But.
3: Yeah. Okay, Tucker.
5: Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's my favorite season and there's reason for that, but um I do think that it needed maybe an episode or two more. Maybe not necessarily to add on to the ending, but I do feel like that the ending in general was paced too fast.
2: Um,
1: Four
5: episodes you mean like- to wrap up the whole ending? Why did they I- take them an entire season struggling with these four these four generals, and then in the span of five episodes, all of them die immediately. I feel like to be either fair,
2: that,
1: either
5: that Radigat, or their deaths stretch out throughout the season.
2: And, right. and that's something I was kind of thinking about as well, Patrick. Yeah. Um, with the exception of Radigat killing Tronzo, yeah, they killed the other three re- really quickly. And I mean, I get it that uh, Maria died because of other stuff that's not related to Zetman. But, no, you're right. I think if they had killed Grey like 20 episodes ago and then like 10 later they kill another one, and at the end it's only down to them and Radigate. Mm-hmm. that would have been better pacing, and I would agree with you on that too.
5: Because this was an idea that I had watching this, especially after watching Gengaman, Man, because Gingaman's story structure was set up in this that way where they started picking off the generals one by one until uh, the captain was the only one left standing and I really liked that approach because it it felt like they were just chipping away at the armor until they finally got to the core of it all and this season I mean really could have benefited from that because especially with the internal drama of the villains where they hated each other but then when something happened to the other someone of the other ones they showed concern so not only would it have added drama to the villain side but it could have tightened their bond too to kind of mirror the Jetman's bond strengthening over time as well and it
1: really added some intense parallels to everything
0: Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I probably, uh, I I do agree. I do. I definitely like how the villain dynamic was handled better in Ginga Man.
5: Yeah, yeah I still I still think the care the villains are better written here than they were in Ginga Man.
1: But how the villains were handled in Ginga Man was really underrated. Yeah,
2: I think. I think your point, Patrick, speaks to a larger point that I've been kind of indirectly making throughout our season review of Jetman. Mm -hmm. They did pretty good work with the characters, not counting the love square. They made a cast of characters that overall I liked. I didn't like Akko in the beginning. I didn't like Kyrie in the beginning. But Akko grew on me slightly throughout the last couple of episodes. And then Kyori. I want to talk about this for a minute because that's actually a really important thing. Um, Kyari. up until the finale, I ranked her last because I didn't like her character because she didn't really, she didn't really get to express herself and she didn't really get to do a lot of growth. She kind of stayed there and was the object of attention for Guy and the love square and all this stuff, but there wasn't really much to her beyond that, right? Like it was just that. But seeing her and Ryu in the last couple of episodes when he loses Rie and she's trying to help bring him back from the almost, you know, brink of insanity from losing her. That was a really good touch, and I think that helped Kaira's character immensely grow. Um, But despite all that, despite all the good character development, I think this this season suffered a lot from poor story writing and poor pacing Yet.
3: like they yes. they bring in
2: they bring in characters for like an episode or two and we think oh this is going to be a big deal but it's resolved almost immediately with no thread that runs throughout the rest of the season like there could have been a lot of stuff they did with those three uh, other dimension people they brought in like early on or the, the couple they brought in after that, like there's so much missed potential with character stories going forward here. And it, it just, it sucks because I like the characters. They deserve better than what they got story wise. And to, to see the ending be rough in the way you're talking about. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. like, they suffered all season to write a story that made sense and was paced well. Sorry, I think Nate, I cut you off at one point in there.
1: <laughs> no, I had I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought I saw your little light pop up. Oh. And in to that point, with this being a season that is clearly
5: driven based off of character writing, because that's clearly where the the effort went. I I feel like they didn't, because this season after, because I, I, I draw a lot of parallels to other seasons now that I've seen more Sentai since I saw this one the first time. I get mm-hmm. a lot of uh, Mega Ranger vibes from this season in the regards that the story isn't anything special. Like, Mega Ranger's story is not very good because it doesn't start until episode 34 or something. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even joking. No. I'm not even You don't even know either. Dr.
0: Heimler's story until like maybe the last like two minutes or Literally something.
5: Literally five minutes before the season ends is when we get all of the villain backstory. It's so dumb. <laughs> Dr. Hintler is not astronomer. I'm just, just putting that out there.
2: But Dead. No, but the, Astronomer is the best villain ever. You can't play yes,
5: that. But Mega Ranger lives and dies off of the writing of the five main Mega Ranger. And I think that Jetman, the f- ones that they focus on are better written than any of the Mega Ranger, like Guy and um
1: maybe Ryu, but that was a bit of a reach, but... Mega Ranger had the benefit of all five of them being developed evenly, like a la Ranger. Um, so I was about to mention that.
5: Yeah, and I, I've kissed up the Mega Ranger
1: cast a lot in varying episodes of stuff. Um, but I don't know. The more...
5: After watching this the second time through... And I'm, I'm kind of skipping ahead to... Uh, overall season thoughts at this point. Um, the second time through... And this doesn't happen to me very often. I think my opinions on the season lessened. From where they were going into this. Because the first time through I was like... Oh man, do I like this better than Shinkenger or not? And now I'm sitting here thinking is this even my second favorite
2: Sentai anymore? Well, and that's... Nathan asked me a question last night that I struggled to answer for a good while. Mm -hmm. He asked me if I would consider this one of my top favorite Sentai. And my answer to him at the time was, that's not a fair question for me to answer right now, because I've seen less than 10 Sentai uh, Yeah,
1: of course. Mm -hmm.
2: So... It's hard for me to give an answer on like is this in my top ten or whatever? I mean But the more I think about it, Zetman has a lot of faults. And
1: yes. the the saving the thing that makes this season unique is honestly Guy and the other
2: characters, but mainly Guy. Like in the beginning, I thought Raito was one of the best characters in the season, but he kind of he kind of lessened his role in the in the latter half of the season. Yeah, like he's not really given. Did he have any centric episodes after episode thirty? Not really. I don't think he did. Yeah, and so like. That's, that's one of my things that I've been struggling with is I know a lot of people call this their favorite. It's not just you and Nathan who tell me that. Like, a lot of Toku Twitter also has said Zetman's one of the best Sentai, and it's in their top something. But I'm struggling to say that I could honestly put this in, like, my top five. Or I could maybe see it in the top ten, but that's also assuming that the other Sentai I watch suck a lot more.
1: Yeah, so you know, th-
0: Go ahead, Nate. Th- this might actually surprise you guys a little bit. Um, I okay. So this was actually the first time I rewatched Jetman in quite some time. Like I rewatched it uh, two times. Um, although <clears throat> I was I was still kind of a dumb teenager when I <laughs> rewatched it the second time. Um, mm-hmm. I okay. I'm still going to defend this. I still want to call it what one of my favorites but it's for purely selfish reasons like okay i i freely admit that it has flaws with the story i you know we like heck you know that uh when i was uh watching the neo jetman uh arc for our last uh podcast that was you know one thing that really hit me like you know just how flawed this story is especially when you guys pointed out how the Neo Jetman saga should have been, like, one of the very early two-parters. Like, it is, like, the worst timing for a story arc Mm -hmm. ever in Sentai. And that's when it kind of hit me that, yeah, you know, there are a lot of flaws with the story here. And, you know, everything that you're saying is, well, 100% correct. So anyone who, you know, if we want to say that, like, Shane Kinjer is the overall, like, favorite Sentai here, or Gokaiger or something like that, you know, I'm... I'm able to admit that. I will say that I think Jetman, you know, is kind of a victim of its time because of like how, you know, storytelling wasn't as great as wasn't as great back then. I would still call this maybe my favorite just on characters alone, but if someone were to tell me that they think that the story is trash, I'm hundred percent going to accept that. Like I, so gonna, you know, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just want to ask a question here, because I haven't seen
2: any Sentai pre-Z Ranger until Zetman, Uh-huh. But you have. Yeah. H- how does Zetman's story, not the character's the story, rate against those other previous Sentai that came before it? And I'm talking like Bioman, Man. I believe you watched both of those now, right?
0: I haven't seen Bioman, no. Um you saw
2: that you saw a uh, flashman, right? Or was it live yeah, man?
0: I've seen both of those. Okay. Um, I would honestly, even before I watched this, uh, I probably would have leaned a little bit more toward live man. Um, I so like I none of the Sentais, I think before that um, had at least the ones that I've seen. Uh, for the record, uh, everybody listening to this. Uh, I have seen uh, Sun Vulcan, uh, Changeman, Flashman, Maskman, and Liveman um, all the way through. Uh, to be honest, like none of those Sentai except... Uh, well, okay, I literally just finished Flashman. I think Flashman and Liveman both had some decent stories. But even then, like the ones that have story, they also have a lot of pointless filler that doesn't really add much to it. So... Sentai having, like, pointless filler episodes, like, I don't know, like, I guess if we want to use an example that we all know from this Sentai, like, that random throwaway episode where, uh, Akko has to deal with that guy that's, like, obsessed with cup noodles or something. Uh, Like, every, all of those Sentai have those types of filler episodes that literally contribute nothing to the overall. I mean, I'm Uh, I'm not saying that filler episodes are bad. Um, I'm saying, no, I'm just saying, like, there's a difference between filler episodes in Showa mm-hmm. and filler episodes in the Heisei. Like, in Shinkinger, you know, a filler episode revolving around Mako at least gives some character insight to who yeah. Mako is as a person. Mm-hmm. The filler episodes don't really do that in older Sentai. That's what I'm saying.
2: Okay, I got you. Carry on.
3: I,
0: so. Yeah, I, I still think Jetman is ahead of like some of the, uh, with maybe the exception of Life Man. I think Jetman is ahead of those Sentai in terms of story quality. But even then, I would probably like, even before I, like looking at this now, like there's pro- like, ironically enough, the next Sentai that we're going to be taking a look at, Geki Ranger, is much better story wise than Jetman, I would say. But. I said this at the beginning, and I'm still going to stand by this. I think Jetman began, like, elements of storytelling that ultimately gave us it. So it's like Jetman walked so Sentai's, like, Shinkinger and Gokaijer could run, if you know what I mean.
2: No, and I think that's, that's where I'm at right now, is I can definitely see the origin of how Sentai <clears throat> is today in Jetman. And I mean, that's kind of a naive statement for me to make because I haven't seen anything prior to Zetman, but I still think my statement here has some weight and value. No, it does. I think I think you're right that. So my 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 point for that question I was going to ask you is, I was more so curious if you were going to say like I don't know, Live Man had a better story than a uh, Zetman. If that was the case, then I would probably say something like, "Well, if they had a better story, then Jetman wasn't a wasn't a product of its time. It was bad writing. But if they all had similar, more or less, story ratings in your opinion, then yeah, it's a product of its time.
0: Or well, yeah, like the whole format is like we get like a multi-parter episode that reveals some of the story. Then there's like a small um, you know, a couple of, uh, pointless filler episodes that don't really give much character development, then another multi-parter, then pointless filler, then another multi-parter, then pointless filler, and then, you know, probably, like, some big in-game arc.
2: Yeah, and see, like, my comment I was making earlier that I didn't finish, uh, all the way, filler in any TV show is not something I'm against, um... I think I've mentioned this on a podcast either for Toku Secrets or Animated Classified. I don't know which one it is now, but here we go again. I've watched the entire first thing of Naruto up until like 40 episodes into and Alright. All the filler, everything. Oh God. <laughs> Lord. Um I like people told me. Riz, you can skip episodes, blah, 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 because they're not, they're not useful. They're not, they're not helping the story in any way. And I always told him, no, I want to watch them, A, because I'm a reviewer for Anime Secrets, and it's my kind of like my job to go watch this stuff, right? But on the other hand, filler isn't necessarily bad. We don't need the story to progress every single episode it's okay to just enjoy the characters we like doing stupid stuff. The, the problem I have with filler in some of the Jetman episodes is the filler was just aggravating because of the story it told. Like, it wasn't a fun filler. If they had made the filler episodes in Jetman fun and entertaining and something that I could like, just get a laugh out of at the very least, I'd have a much higher opinion of that. But, as it stands, the filler in Jetman, um, especially the early Akko episodes, bugged the crap out of me. I didn't like them at all. I hated those episodes.
1: So, that's my spiel on the filler topic.
0: Yeah, and I think that's perfectly valid. I, I, I do th- now. I will say that maybe some of the filler episodes were better, like that episode where they uh, encounter those people from the reverse dimension, and we get some acknowledgement oh, yeah. of Ryu's relationship. So I don't think I think this Sentai is probably a little bit better with fillers than other Sentai, but it still was held back by the fact that there are pointless filler. And yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, filler like you know, fillers are the weakest part of this Sentai, you know, with story overall, and that's why, you know, if you guys want to tell me that, like, if you're going to sit here and tell me that Shinkinger has a better overall story than Jetman, I'm not even going to argue with you about that, because I agree with it. It's just... Well, it's not not that Shinkinger... Sorry, Patrick.
2: (laughs) 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 Shinkinger's story wasn't that phenomenal until the end. Like, Shinkender's biggest plus is the characters and our ability to enjoy the characters doing stupid stuff on the side. Like, I don't know, Patrick, what do you think? What, for Shinkender? I think the plot was more so
5: to complement the characters more than it being a plot on its own. Because the plot was, like I said, when we got to it, was an in hindsight thing. When you get to the end,
1: everything beforehand kind of you know, fills itself in.
2: It Because wasn't remember, remember one thing. I had a very similar journey with Sinkinser for like, how many episodes of Sinkinser? Like 50? I think 49. I had... 49. Yeah. Huh? 49? Yeah. I had a struggle with Sinkinser because I didn't like Takaru until like episode 30, 35, thereabout. That's when I started saying Takara is not hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and in this one, I I basically called the Love Square hot garbage, and I called Akka's development hot garbage, and I called Kiyori hot garbage, basically, without saying it. And the thing that didn't happen here at the end was the ending didn't do enough to erase the sins of what I didn't like in the past. Sin Cancer did a great job wrapping up all the things that explained why I didn't like them and make me actually like them. Jetman ended, and I'm still like Aqua's early episodes sucked. Raita's story arc for half the season was missing, and it sucked because I liked him, but he didn't get much attention at all. So those things
1: never went away. Mm-hmm. Anthony, you've been really quiet. <laughs> I
3: was about, about to say that.
1: <laughs> Anthony, been, speak the words to your people.
2: <laughs> just been uh, contemplating. You know, <laughs> did you just but finish yeah. watching Jetman before this podcast began? I'm curious. Is that again? Did you just finish watching Jetman before this podcast began? Yes,
4: literally, okay. like like hours ago before before we even started started this thing.
2: Okay, so you're where I was last night. Got it. Yeah, so I'm just
4: like, uh, fresh <laughs> wounds again. Um, but do I do need to ask you something though. How far are you in Zenkaijer's um episode count? Uh,
2: hang on, let me ask my computer.
3: <laughs>
2: Probably like fifteen, twenty. About to uh, guess.
4: Like you have like fifteen episodes left, or so.
2: No, like I have. I, I got through like fifteen or twenty before I started watching other stuff. Oh, uh, so you. Because I was going
4: to since you haven't gotten caught up yet, I don't want to say it then.
2: Don't say mm-hmm. it then.
4: No, because like, it might be a, it's it's kind of a spoiler, but not really. No, no, no I said
2: don't say it then. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> that's involved Jetman. So that's why
0: I want to say it.
2: Oh, okay, crap. Yeah, screw it. Say it. I don't
0: I'm care. I think does something with Jetman at some point.
4: Yeah. So like, um, it might sound like a big spoiler or anything, but like in one episode of Zen Kaiser um one of the when they use the Jetman gear um they pretty much reenact the the guy death scene like scene for really? scene really yeah wow
2: wow okay and
4: it's like but, awesome. but the monster of the week is the one that's in guy's place
1: oh yeah it's it's just weird it's like it's like it's it's kind of like Know how to react to it because
0: I'm like, eh. I do want to ask you this, Riz. If you were watching Go again, do you think after watching this, this would make you appreciate the Jetman tribute episode more? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, 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 but I think I think not seeing
2: Jetman before watching Go Kaiser robbed me of the experience of watching that episode. Yeah, and honestly. My plan for today was to watch that Gokizer episode again in preparation for today, for the podcast. But, I'll be honest, we ran really late today. <laughs> yeah, I was,
5: to, I was about to bring mention to the Gokaizer tribute episode. I actually didn't see that, that episode in my initial run-through because I heard people say that it spoils uh, the ending to Jetman, so I skipped it. And then I went back and watched it like immediately after finishing watching the season for the first time, and do that episode hurts? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah.
5: probably the best tribute episode of Go Kaiser
1: because they did such yeah, a good job of honoring. They did such a good job of honoring that team. Uh, there
0: is um, for the people back uh, home, real quick. Uh, just before we, um, you know, kind of uh, talk a little bit more with some analysis, uh, there is something I briefly want to um, talk about. Uh, there were some other pieces of Jetman Media that aired after that came out after this. Um, so first off, um, in 1993, uh, we had an hour-long recap special. Um, it's it was part of a series called uh Toei TV Hero Encyclopedia. They did one for uh Kamen Rider Black or Black RX, I can't remember, but they also gave one to Jetman. It's basically a recap special. Um it um so 3 years after the end of the series, we get a uh, we meet Ryu and Kaori again. They're uh, still happily married and they have a son named after guy. Um and they're recalling some of their memories as Jetman. It's mostly just a clip show episode, like them recalling memories and original footage, and then they'll uh, cut to uh, stock footage of them as Jetman. Uh, but, and even in that encyclopedia, though, they never say whether or not Guy is alive or dead. Um, and then in August of 1996, there was a three-part manga called Chojin Sentai Jetman Toki wo Kagete, uh, which was a continuation of the series. Uh, to kind of give a rundown, um, it takes place five years after the series. Uh, the Jetman have to battle against Radigate when his soul comes back and uh, he possesses Transa's human body. Uh, Ryu and Kaori have just recently had a daughter named Aya. Uh, they don't have a son named Guy, like the recap special, he doesn't exist. What's funny is that uh, Raita and Satsuki are uh, are saying they're expecting their first child, and they're going to name him after Guy. So uh, Guy is con- Guy is confirmed to be dead here, um, and a new character takes his place. Um, there's this uh, European man; he's a guitarist and a big fan of uh, Akko. His name is Jeffrey Kinzaki. Uh, he. Be- he gets showered in his own Bardonic waves and becomes Green Eagle. So he's not a sixth ranger. He's taking the place of a guy, kind of like how you know Tommy. Wrote, like it's kind of like uh, how they originally wanted to, where like uh, the guy that was going to be played by Brad Hawkins takes Tommy's place on the team as the sixth ranger, but he's a white ranger instead of a green ranger. Some similar to that, um, and. Uh, Now, it should be noted that this manga is considered non-canon, and for a lot of reasons. First of all, the Jetman's helmets are drawn with them having open visors. The Neo Jetmen appear, and they somehow have their powers back. No explanation is given. Um, Because, I don't think we said this in the previous podcast, but the Neo Jetmen gave up their powers so that the Jetmen could get their powers back and they're a little two-parter, so now they all of a sudden inexplicably have their powers back. And not only that, but uh, all of the Jetman's mechs, Tetra Boy, Jet Garuda, and Jet Icarus, are all perfectly intact and working as if nothing happened, even though, as we just said, uh, Garuda and Tetra Boy were both destroyed. So, uh, yeah, the the manga is considered non-canon, and the only reason that it was really written was because the next couple of Sentai came out. Like, uh, people didn't like G Ranger because of how much it focused on kids all the time. Uh, people were kind of put off by how uh, by how Die Ranger was doing things a little too differently. And, okay, I know we like Taku Ranger, but Jetman was still fresh on everyone's mind, and people didn't like how campy Kaku Ranger started off as, which makes sense with the time. So, Everyone was still so obsessed with Jetman three years later that people were just like, okay, fine, we'll give you a stupid manga so that you can get some more of your Jetman. <laughs> just shut up! <laughs> like,
1: your, oh, here, take your freaking Jetman, gosh!
5: <laughs> is that is that seriously why Cocker Ranger got progressively more dark as it went along?
0: Actually, yeah, yeah, that, that's another really?
4: reason.
5: Wow. Yeah. You know what? Mm. You know what? I'm I'm thankful for that because Kaku Ranger in the second half of the season was so dang good.
4: Yes. <laughs> oh my god. It started off. It
1: started off like a Batman '60s parody.
0: <laughs> it's like, they, hey got, like, don't you like this? We got that, you know, words blasting out of the screen. Yeah. But I need a Jetman. But we got this. But I went to Okay, fine. Just shut up. We'll make this show more serious and give you your stupid <laughs> Jetman manga. That's probably how they literally were.
5: Jesus Christ. Suffering from our own success over here with (laughs) Jetman.
0: They're like, we we didn't expect it to be that good. Dang. Yeah, and the only way... the Jetman craze finally stopped when Car Ranger came out. Because, you know, Car Ranger wasn't even trying to be taken seriously. Like, it was literally a parody of Sentai. So, there was no way that anyone could fairly compare it to Jetman. So... (laughs) We can, we can kind, can of, kind of thank O-Ranger for ending the Jetman craze. What was that, Anthony? I said, after
4: that, the flop that was o can you
1: blame him? Yeah, I no, right?
2: One day I'll watch o and figure out why y'all hate it. Oh, it'll, it'll be ta- pretty
1: it, obvious after it, a while. Yes, and it won't take long for you to realize why it's
3: so <laughs> bad.
4: <laughs> I, was like, I was like, initial couple of episodes, I was like, okay, this is actually pretty decent. And then after, we go, after a while, you're just like, oh.
5: There's, uh, an, epi- there's an episode about the uh, Balanoia trying to make people want to bone appliances.
1: Like, I don't oh, think, I, don't think I need to say anything more. <laughs> Should we review Lone ranger on here? For
5: jokes, I want to. In Zoo Ranger, we need to do... Them just so we can
1: roast them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that'd I'll, be great. I'll, I'll do, but I won't like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, did we? Uh, uh, I think everybody I know. Patrick kind of, you know, wanted to, you know, kind of already wanted to like his uh, closing thoughts. Uh, I, I think, uh, Risen Anthony, uh, you guys can give your closing thoughts on Jetman real quick.
4: Oh, I'll go first. Um, okay. Overall, I actually really enjoyed this series. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was, because I was like I was like, ah, oh, this is probably gonna be okay. Like, but then Guy Yuki honestly saved the show for me, honestly. Like, he was the sole reason why I was enjoying the show for what it was. And but not but not to say that that there's anything wrong with the other characters or whatever. Um Ryu's still great. Um, I actually changed up my list, so now it's Guy Ryu, Raita, Kaori, and then Akko a- a- for last. But that doesn't mean I I think Akko I think mean, um that Kaori's like the worst
0: or whatever. It's just like, you know, she's still good. And then one other question before I let Riz give his thoughts, you've seen like a lot of Sentai, like could we sure. say that guy, like for in your opinion, Anthony, like where would you rank Guy? Well, I actually, no, We we can also let Riz go into this, but like in particular, since I think you can Guy is like a character, character, yeah, where would, where would you rank Guy among the other Sentai green slash black?
4: He's honestly up there. Uh, he actually outranks Soji just, just for just, just by, by oh, dang, yeah, yeah, he went, yeah. He what he's like okay, so Soji's number two and then Guy
5: is number one in my personal opinion. Oh
1: wow.
5: Okay. Holy
4: cow.
1: We got
0: one. <laughs> That's high praise. Cause you know, for people back home, like Soji is like was Anthony's favorite Santa Green. Like he literally has Cure You Green as like his profile pick here on a uh, Discord. So that is some high praise. Wow. Okay. I'm was glad really- you didn't say that, Anthony
1: different you know like he was your your typical like
4: sentai ranger he was just like a guy just trying to mind his own business just trying to do his own thing you know he was a guy huh and Uh. (laughs) just overall like just bro and he just came with these these freaking waves and he's just like uh I got powers now. Why? Why'd you, why you? Why? Why am I getting thrusted into this?
1: This thing that had to save the world and all that crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I get forget the fact that <laughs> freaking Ryu just getting
4: punched in the face when he tries to light his cigarette. He's like, "Oh, thanks."
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's Is one that you- of the
0: best visual moments of the whole season. <laughs> And we can
2: talk more about
0: where we uh, have the other characters right, but first uh Riz, you can give your closing thoughts.
2: Okay. To answer the question you didn't want to ask me in the beginning, because you're biased towards the fact that I haven't seen a lot of Sentai. How do you? Sorry, bro.
1: Sorry <laughs> about that.
2: <laughs> um, Guy is my favorite black slash green uh yep. thus far. Like, no contest. Nobody has done anything better than that so far to me. Okay. Um my thoughts on Zetman, I'm going to preface it with, a, with an apology to Nate and Patrick, because I know y'all like it a lot. I thought it was mediocre at best. Like, if I were to assign a grade to Zetman, I'm going to give it an Anime Secret-style rating from the old days of our reviewing. And I'm going to say this is a 7.75. <laughs>
0: And I think it's, that's because uh, I think both Patrick and I have acknowledged the some of the flaws with this Sentai and this watch through.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah. it just it just it suffered a lot. It had the I don't want to say Guy is the only reason this Sentai is good, but Guy is the only reason that Sentai is good. Um, if Guy yeah. wasn't a character, if they had some random, if they had like. I don't know, any other Sentai, Black, or Green range different, any other season here, I don't think it would have done as
0: well. And that is something that I realized. Like I used to think that I liked the story as well, but the more I'm thinking about it, like even when I was writing my old reviews, almost everything I had said about what I loved about it was the characters, but not so much with the story. So I can concede that... If they had a completely different cast of characters, this Sentai probably wouldn't be as great.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, even... The thing that sucks even more for me, like, after hearing y'all talk more, um, I don't have, like... I don't have, like, that much, like... I don't love these characters as much as I've loved other characters. Like the Senken cast is the one I'm going to go back to over and over again here. Yeah. They are some of the best written characters in Sentai that I've seen so far. And while Gokai's characters are not written as well as them, you know I get the stupidest grin on my face when they get on screen for even a second. Mm-hmm. Like, they, when they get on screen, they inspire, like, all these goosebumps and feels. Like, when that music is playing and they are walking in, like they, there's just something there about the GoKaisers that it doesn't matter if they have good character development or not. I mean, they have good character development set up. Patrick, <laughs> um, but <laughs> hey, I'll rewatch Kaiser at some point and I'll get all my opinions on it. Okay, but in any case, the Jetman characters, while they're good. I want you to understand, when I say they're good, they're good in context of a Zetman season. But in no way do I mean that to be that they're good in the larger context of that they could win against other Sentai Rangers, except for Guy. Guy is hands down the best. But all the others, I mean, end of the day, they're all kind of mid-level or lower Mm -hmm. in some cases. And we'll talk more about my opinions on the character in more detail, because I know you have your character ranking we're going to do later on. Actually, yeah,
0: we we can just go into that now, because, I mean, we've discussed these, uh, uh, you know, we've discussed basically the plot and, uh, um, well, okay, first of all, what do we think of the villains in this case? And we don't have to talk about Tronza as much, because we kind of talked about him to death in the last uh, podcast, but Would would we rank the villains among, like, if we were comparing them to, like, the Ghetto Shoe or Vizonyak or, you know, we've been mentioning Mega Ranger. Uh, What was it called again? The... uh, The Neji Raja. Yeah. Yeah, Neji Raja. Right. they're trash. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, the Neji Raja are terrible. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. I'm gonna start mine off first because I have seen the least amount compared to y'all. So... These villains are some of the better written villains in what I've seen so far. I can't think of another villain team that had better stories than them. And that's not saying that it's good. Like, they had really good stories, but that's not saying that they're phenomenal. It's more of a testament to how boring I find other Sentai villains.
0: Well, I know who your favorite Sentai villain overall is. It's Bosco, isn't it?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bosco is... Top tier best villain, but um, after him it would probably be what's his face from Stinkenser, Juzo. Juso Yes. Yes. Really? Him. Juzo number two, huh? Well, compared to what I've oh. seen. Remember, I've seen for the viewers back home. I've seen Stinkenser, Go Kaiser, Go Buster, uh, whatever Dino Star's Sentai name was. I forget it right now. For you, J- that um yeah the dead boss was
5: pretty boring yeah yeah they're all boring
2: um (laughs) the ceo's boss was interesting but it wasn't i didn't care for it like it was it was there was okay whatever cool uh the Zenkai's boss at the point i'm at it's not that great there's nothing really to write home about there and that's just a testament to Sentai doesn't know how to write villains. Sometimes they knocked it out of the park with Ziozo and Bosco, but for the most part, they don't know how to hit the home run. There.
0: What about Enter from GoBusters? Enter was entertaining. Yeah, you know, you're
2: right. I'll take that back. Enter was really good too. You're
0: right. Yeah. Um, I think we. Though, I would right, Okay, I can understand you probably liking Bosco. More than Grey, just because, you know, Bosco, he's not, like, a very complex villain, but he's just completely, you know, entertaining with, like, how smug and, like, how non-seriously and playful he is as a villain. Because those villains are entertaining, but I don't see how you could say, like, Juzo is better than someone like Grey. Oh,
2: no, That's Juzo's not better than Grey. Okay. But when I when I made that original statement, I was talking pre Oh, Okay. Right. Now, if we were to talk about the Zetman villains, um, Tronza, hands down, is the best thing to happen to this season. Him and Guy saved the season from me giving it a very low grade, in my opinion. Like, Had it not been for Tranza at the end, if that arc had never happened, and they just went to straight to endgame at that point, I'd probably be giving this a lot lower score, honestly. Like. I don't want to think about it too much because then I'll have to really evaluate. But gut feeling, four or five. So let that be like a metric for y'all of how much Tranza and Guy influenced my watching of this Sentai. And then Grey and Maria's subplot was also really well done. Like, I felt so bad for Grey. And honestly, like, the thing about Grey... He's not really a villain. Exactly. No, he's not. That's why he's, I like him so much. because it's, it's why I like him, too. He's not a villain. Yeah. He's just kind of there to, because he had no, nothing else to do. Like He's just a robot who starts to get sentient, and he doesn't have the Terminator vibe that I must annihilate everything. He's just kind of like, Maria's cute. I like her. I want to protect her.
5: He's suave that's, as heck, and I love it.
2: <laughs> and the cigarette at the end was the best.
5: Like, oh yeah, him him going out smoking—that's
2: the only oh yeah, that was have gone best. out. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, Mary, it's it's uh, Now, Maria's vi- story—I'm conflicted there. Like, I get what they're trying to do with her, but it. It didn't hit home as hard, I think, to me as it might have to you.
0: No, I can understand that. I mean, I, I'm I still get really sad when like, you know, she dies, but Oh absolutely, yeah. But yeah, I care, understand what you're saying. Like up until the last like four or five
2: episodes when the end game began, my opinion of Maria was okay, this is Rie and we're waiting until the end of the season to find out what happens to her character. And spoilers, I was right. That's what happens, is that we it, she doesn't do much, and then at the end, we get all this expose about her. Yeah. So, now that I've given my feel, y'all can go on yours about the villains.
0: Can we say that Grey is kind of like the Sentai equivalent of, like, a Power Ranger villain, like, Ecliptor or Villamax? Because, like, um-
2: Yep. Okay, so oh, he, he is a
0: Yeah,
5: yeah. he's a clipter more than a counterpart is because Uganda is a useless piece of crap.
2: <laughs> well, that's because the writers in space knew what the hell they were doing from start to finish. It's, 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 <laughs> they you know, I had I one know. reason in mind: save the franchise. And guess what? They <laughs> did it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would that <laughs> he's a mix
0: of Villamax and Ecliptor because um, I I don't think Villamax is evil, believe it or not. I think that he's just loyally serving Trakina because mm-hmm. he's in love with her. So I don't think Villamax is evil. Um, same way that I don't think Gray is evil. So it's like he has Gray's more morally ambiguous and like honorable side, but he also has like the Ecliptor, um, like how Ecliptor is like loyally protecting astronomer, he has that side of Ecliptor too, so he's like a mix between Ecliptor and Villamax you know, if you know what I
5: mean. Now that, now that you describe Grey this way, no wonder I like him so much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because
1: Ecliptor's probably my favorite villain in Power Rangers, so it all kind of lines up.
2: No, I mean, definitely, Ecliptor and Grey have a lot of parallels in oh, yeah. Like,
1: I, I kind of want to
2: say that he's the template for how Ecliptor is written later.
1: Mhm. You were talking about villains on an individual basis, whereas like, where would Gray rank? Um,
2: higher than Caesar, and honestly, you think so? Wow.
0: Maybe not number two. Okay, if you say Bosco was better, I understand. But like, could you say that like maybe he's like just behind Bosco? I literally just said that, Nathan. Yeah, that's, that's what he was, just said. Right Sorry about that. He just I misunderstood. Um,
2: I literally said he's the second best villain I've seen because I called Zuzo second okay. before the season. I must and have now I'm not saying that like he's better than Zuzo, so therefore he's second best to Bosco.
0: Okay, yeah, I figured you were saying that. Sorry about that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think Grey was a really well done villain. Um, Zuzo was great, right? But he wasn't as deep. I felt, you know, like... All the interesting stuff I don't think Juzo
5: he, came out, how he was the, the opposite of Talker,
2: And that, that in itself is okay, but it's not like the same as Grey's development, I feel. Yeah. So, villain-wise, I think Grey's better than Juzo.
1: Yep. Um, uh,
2: Tronza uh, actually is in top five as well, by the way.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just for yeah. like the intimidating edge for him.
2: Yeah, no, he has a huge threat factor that no- nothing else in the season could replicate. Like, after when Radiga came back at the end, his threat factor, while he was really maniacal and stuff, it still wasn't as good as Tron's threat factor. Oh, 100%. So I think Tron's deserves a lot of credit for being just a menacing villain. He's not that deep. He's kind of just there. But dear God, is he frightening. Really? Yeah. So I, I think Tron's is really high up there. I think Maria and uh, Radicat are kind of crap. I mean, they're, they're there. But honestly, Radicat is like every other Sentai villain to me. Yeah, fair enough.
0: I, he, I used to really like Radicat, but I see his flaws nowadays.
2: Like yeah. Radicate could have been good, but you don't really know much about his intents and beyond
1: oh, I want to rule the world, uh, what about you, Anthony? Where would you
0: rank the Vyrom in comparison to like uh I don't know like if you want to take like a bunch of villains, like I don't know, like maybe infersia from maji Ranger, like this is like with all the synthai that you've taken into. My- Watch. Where would you rank the Viram? That's
4: kind of hard because I've watched a lot of Sentai, so it's like it's not like I can just be like, oh, it's he's better than, they're better than this this group or they're better than that group. You know, it's I understand. It's gonna be take me some time, take me a while like, to to really really figure that out because like there've been so many villain fa- factions I've seen so far, but like Virm for the most part is up there. And I have a different perspective of Radigate than most of y'all do. Like I understand that there's like there's not much to him as far as a backstory goes, but the fact that he has all of this like he's very, he's a very petty villain. I'll give you that much. Like the fact that he is so ready to get back at back at people who wrong him. And he has all this hatred in, in in him that he's able to like to use that to use that to strengthen
1: himself even further. It's just it's just astounding, you know. Mm-hmm. But he could use some more development.
4: I will give y'all that. Like he like it's like he has stuff he's doing, but it's like we just kind of all we just needed is to figure out like what like what was he doing prior to. Being in Virom, you know,
1: just like we had an yeah.
4: issue with, with, the Empress is like we could have gotten more background for the for the mist for the Empress as well.
1: She just shows up for two episodes, and just dies. That's it, and that. And... Yeah, I under, yeah, that's one hundred percent. It's like she was like, I guess,
4: like the template for like. um I, I honestly I know who she is in Lightspeed, but I forgot her name in the Japanese version uh, Queen um oh, kind of wow. I've watched oh, go, um Go go five I, I'm just blanking on her name for some reason
0: you're talking about she has a really complicated name. I don't know mm-hmm. it either <clears throat> but it, I mean you said that the virusram is up there I mean I, I think that I mean I think that already kind of speaks volumes with like the number of villain factions that you've seen so yeah who was your favorite individual villain before we went in here if you don't mind me asking? Who's my individual villain? Yeah. Like I mean you could say anybody from like, I don't know, like Salamandez from Gogo Five or something like
1: that, like overall, like overall, uh, like, overall Sentai, like doesn't matter
4: which Sentai I'm talking about referring to?
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean you could say someone like Gogo from Pure Uger or um, I don't know, uh, like, whatever the vampire people were called from Maji Ranger. Like, j- just tell us who your
1: favorite is. Hmm. Definitely enter. Definitely enter. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, would you put Gray in your top five now? Because I think we can all uh, agree that Gray is like the best villain from this Sentai. No. He
4: already earned a spot like he's literally in the the uh the round table of Black Air Force Energy. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. <laughs>
4: like, that's, that's great. That's how, how like significant he is. In case people were warning, Black Air Force Energy is just like a little it's like it's like a funny like uh thing that like we that most people just bring up like just the fact that how how
1: badass someone is or whatever. That's all that is,
0: uh, Patrick. You want to briefly say where uh, the Vibram would rank? And I'm not sure what how many Sentai you've seen all the way through, but you can rank them however you want. Uh,
5: the as a, as a crew to the best villains that I've seen. Like I don't even think that's because. What out of the seasons I have seen, uh, Bandora's army is forgettable at best. Um, the. BDSM I think guys, you're giving them a compliment by calling them forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The BDSM guys from Die Ranger were stupid. Like, I, I literally it was, I really don't. God. I, you I mean, the fetishes? Yeah, that, yeah, I hate those guys. Um, I think the only other villain crew out of the seasons I've seen, because I've seen Kaku Ranger, Mega Ranger, the Neji sucks. sucked. Uh, Gengar Man, Captain Jihad's crew was pretty interesting, but they weren't really deep in any way. Um, yeah, the bombs um, were
0: okay, but not yeah.
5: great. Uh, the, the pollution people from Golandra, I forgot their names. They're just weird. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just weird. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not, they're not bad villains. They're just bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> and then Car Rangers people, I need, we need to save that for when we get to Car Rangers because they're I can't even call them villains they're just they're funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're they're bar hops trying to get a prostitute's attention that's their whole shtick <laughs>
0: <laughs> everyone has an ongoing romance story with red racer i'm sorry for Wait, that.
2: what
5: yeah i'm not even joking that's the car ranger villains there there's a there's like bar circling the earth and the, there's a there's a prostitute in there who likes explosions, so they're trying to blow up the earth to appease her. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I so said we need to get the Car Ranger man. It's a drug trip and a half.
2: <laughs> okay, so you're gonna watch Car Ranger at some point really soon. Yes, I think yes, that yes we do. do.
3: But
5: <laughs> but and, and then yeah, the the are okay. They're the weakest part of Shin Shinkenji, and then the Debo's army is whatever. Um yeah.
3: I,
4: I do like some of the daybos, but but I felt like they waited too late to make the, had to have them do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like,
5: yeah, Dabos was introduced too late. Yeah, uh, but I I would say that my second favorite villain team behind these guys would probably be the yokai from Taku Ranger. Interesting. Mostly, yeah, the yokai are entertaining mostly because Gasha stole. He's an amazing villain. Like, holy cow. <laughs> when when he was introduced, the entire show's tone flipped. And he was as intimidating as any villain in Sentai I've ever seen. Like, Was he, he the
0: guy whose suit was used for a Master Vile? No, he's the guy who was Rito. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I remember. To,
5: yeah. For those of you who have never seen Cocker Ranger... Uh, Rito's counterpart, Gasha Skull, is the complete opposite of Rito. He is,
2: yeah,
5: he is He's dead like, serious. Really yeah, he is. Yeah, like you know how how you guys feel about Transa. Gasha yeah. Skull is right on his level in terms of intimidation.
3: He is. I yeah.
2: he, is I think he is amazing. And I then think that's uh, what Nathan said earlier, Patrick. Right? Yeah. Where. Um... They upped the darkness and that Yeah, season yeah, yeah. Because yeah and
5: on ir- uh, ironically, it's when, ironically, it's when gosh was introduced right when he was introduced. And then Daima, when he finally got uh, introduced into Cocker Ranger, he did what I liked that the viron did, and he was very hands-on.
1: He didn't send any monsters in. He fought the Cocker Ranger directly a handful of times. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and that's probably
5: the reason why I like the Viron because I literally forgot they had foot soldiers half the time, because they were fighting the Jetman themselves most of the time. Yeah, and exactly. You don't see that
1: from villains in Sentai too often. Nope. And, like, Gray, yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm so glad that everybody
5: else likes Gray as much as I did. He's, he's my, he's been my favorite Individual villain for a long time, and he still is. And then I would probably put Gasha Skull
1: number two behind him. Um, but I think we can all agree that Gray is like a top five at the very least. Yeah. Oh yeah.
5: But it also doesn't help that, like I said, all the Sentais I've seen have kind of had middling villains at best. Like yeah. I would probably have to put the Neji Ranger at three. <laughs>
0: Just to be fair, I've seen a bunch of other Sentai too, and I can't like. Aside from this, and uh, maybe the Go Yokai, I, I mean, there are some villains that I think are cool here and there, but I don't think any of them can really. well Okay, maybe Volt from Live Man, but you know, I'll see what you guys think when we do review that Sentai. But aside from that, well, the Ghost from Change Man are somewhat interesting, but they're but they also have issues. But I would probably still say that like. I haven't seen many that can really compare to the Vyroom.
5: And then I, I guess I have to throw in this one, even though I hate O-Ranger with a passion.
1: I think Prince Sprocket is an interesting villain. You mean they, the Prince Sprocket's counterpart in O-Ranger, right? Yeah, whatever, what was his name? Um, because
5: he was Prince Sprocket, and then he got upgraded into What was uh, gasket? Gasket, and because those were the same character in O Ranger. Uh, Because when he got upgraded into his king form, uh, O Ranger got back on track for like the last fifteen or so episodes. So I like him just for the fact that he made the ending of O Ranger not be completely unbearable.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
5: Um. But oh, bulldog! Oh, bulldog! Yeah, Boldon. Yeah, Boldon. Thank, yeah.
3: thank you. Yeah, Prince Boldon. He was he was easily the best thing to count of Bulldun, Ranger.
0: <laughs> I, I think the last bit uh, we don't have to. You know, we've been discussing characters like a. Uh, okay, first of all, I do have something in the outline here to talk about Aya, but we don't really have to talk about her. She's kind of a boring mentor. Um,
2: Dude, half the time I forget
0: Aya exists. Yeah, um, I like her
2: energy. But Yeah, <laughs> that was it. 100%. I mean, Kruger did it better. Oh yeah, hundred percent,
5: dude. I even think Torin was better, and I didn't particularly like him either. <laughs> Wait, Torin like, from a uh, from a uh, for you, the the bird dude Sure you Silver. Oh oh
2: oh oh okay yeah. I think
0: yeah. the best mentor we've seen here on Tokyo Secrets is undisputedly G from Shinkenger. You're
5: dang right.
0: Um, The more I think about it, I don't think I've seen a mentor, but I like than G. The more I think about it, like I did used to say Aya just because I had Jetman bias, but looking at it now, uh, when I'm older and you know I can look at this without having to feel like I have to praise Jetman at every point, I G is undeniably the best mentor that I've seen, and I've seen quite a few Sentai by the way. So I think I would even say that he's better than someone like Doggy Kruger from Deck Ranger, not. Not the SPD Kruger, the Deccan Ranger Kruger. Because, like, like what Riz said, like G is like Iroh from uh, Avatar. The only, yeah. Yeah, the
5: only other one next to G that I can think of that I actually liked was uh, the mentor from Die Ranger. I kind of forgot his name off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Master Kaku? Yeah, Master Kaku. Only Not necessarily as a mentor, but his role in the story was. Yeah.
1: Interesting. And then the ending ruined everything.
0: But (laughs) yeah, I mean, I mean, there are some mentors that are okay here and there. Like I don't mind Dr. Kubota from Mega Ranger. I mean, he's okay. Um, Yeah, he wasn't that interesting.
5: Suka from Aba Ranger was cool, but I not
1: he he's not very interesting. But Mo was oh the tree. Yeah,
0: just tree from King of Man. Yeah. I like him. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. Um, but yeah, we don't have to talk much about Aya. She was pretty boring. Um, I I think so. We kind of we've all established what we think of with each of these Jetman characters, and we we all literally just agreed that if we think Guy is probably the undisputed like number one Green Slash Black Sentai Ranger unless somebody yes. else want, unless somebody wants to say otherwise. Um, where I want us to briefly, we don't have to go into like lengthy discussion on this, but we can briefly say we're the other four Jetmen among their colors. Uh, we'll start with Ryu, and I'll say it briefly. I used to say Ryu was number one because I used to have Jetman bias, but I would still put Ryu in my top ten, but he's not better than Marvelous or Takeru. I used to say that he was. He's not. Um, I would still put him in my top ten, probably the bottom of the top ten, but top ten nonetheless. What What about you guys?
2: He's really mid. Like, I, I get a feeling as I watch way more Sentai, he's going to fall off the top ten. But for right now, he's bottom top ten for me. Uh,
1: Patrick. Um. Yeah, I like the dynamic of him being
5: the the perfect boy scout that gets broken but i don't think they really did enough with it over the long run of the season like i would probably i would probably put like shinken red is like my favorite ranger ever so of course he's on top um and then I, i shoot like mega red was better than him ginga red is better than him gokai red is better than him I would probably even uh, say that uh, Ninja Red is better than him. Like he he's good, but oh, yeah, yeah, I
0: like Sasuke better. Yeah,
5: Sasuke, Sasuke is yeah. Um, like he
1: he's a good character, but there's just better Reds out there. And uh, Anthony,
4: I have to agree with Riz on this one. Uh, he's pretty mid to me. Like I mean, he's not wrong. He's not a bad Red. It's just he's not my favorite.
1: Okay. Uh, for Raita, uh,
0: we've already talked about what we think about with guys, so we can just skip right to Raita. Um, you know, I'll I'll start just by saying, uh, okay, it's kind of difficult because my favorite Sentai yellow overall is probably still Kotoha from uh, Shinkenger. Should be. If I'm talking about yellows, I'm like, (laughs) of course, Riz. Um. I'm talking about yellows from, like, maybe just a male perspective. Uh, I, okay, I would probably still put right to maybe... Okay, maybe he's just barely out of the top five, but I still think that he's great because, you know, he's not a character that you can hate. I mean, okay, he doesn't get much character development. There's probably characters that are more interesting in him. Like, I could probably name, like, two or three yellow rangers um that... Are more interesting to follow, but you know, he's like Trip from Time Force. He's a lovable dude that you can't hate. So I would easily put Raita in my top 10. Uh, and anyone wants to go first, but wants to go next? Go ahead.
1: Um, I, I kind of mentioned this when we started that, well, I've mentioned this recently too that the season was very
5: uh, focused in the wrong places that a couple characters got left behind and he was one of them i like his the base foundation of his character but they did nothing with him which annoys me so like he's he's like lowish on my list of yellows cuz like shinken yellow we all know and love gokai yellow we all know and love um i think ginga yellow and mega yellow are also just better than him outright even maybe go on yellow too because she's just you can't hate her either. <laughs> well, of course not. <laughs> yeah, Saki is great. Yeah, she is.
0: I might um, I might disagree with you on Hikaru from Gingaman, but I mean, fair um, enough.
5: I know. I know. I, I think I think I might like him more than most people do because I know that he is like the young stubborn brat of the of the team. But I don't know. I th- I kind of like how he he grew up as the
1: season went along. That's just. Yeah. Really nice. That'll be an interesting conversation to have when we do Gingaman.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: Riz? Raita?
2: So, I started off with Raita. Like, I had a lot of hope for him. But, like Patrick said, he has a lot of missed potential. And honestly, he falls flat after, like, episode 25 and, like, development. Um,. The the last good thing he did was have the prehistoric adventure, where he stopped having such a huge thing for Kyori, and he became his own man. But he didn't get a lot of development after that, and that really hurts him a lot. And I'm just saying, he's no Luca, and he's no K- Kotaha. Like, yeah, top yellow's right there. He's He could have been top five. He should have been top five. But he's not. I don't even think I'd put him in top ten. Because of the lack of potential. That they used on him. Mm -hmm. He's just so mid. Like there's nothing. There's nothing to him. At the end of the day. Like there's nothing that really. Makes him stick out as. Oh he's a good yellow. He did a really good job being a ranger. Like. Yeah, he was there. He sewed up. He fought. He was supportive, but. Eh.
4: <clears throat> and
1: uh, uh, Anthony? Riz literally the
4: words right out of my mouth.
2: Liz, 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 to of my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, copy um, paste my speech and give it to Anthony. Got it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me,
0: uh, I honestly like. I used to really like her, but looking back, like, okay, I think she has some great moments. Uh, I don't know if I'd put her in my top 10 or uh, top 10 um, pink slash white Rangers. That's actually difficult because I've had a little bit of a difficult time figuring out who my favorite um, pink Sentai Ranger is. I think right now, probably as things stand, it would probably be Time Pink from uh, Time Ranger. But I don't think I could bring myself to say that Kaori is in the top five or ten. She used to be, maybe, when I had some Jetman bias, but probably not anymore. And uh, you guys? I'm gonna um,
2: let y'all go first, because I'll be mean.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, of course, my Shink
5: your bias is gonna show here, and say that Shink Pink is my favorite. Um, but yeah, no, the, the pink slash yellow ranger. Uh, I mean, outside of Mako, probably uh, Shihime from Kaku Ranger would be the only other two I would have up here above her. Because, like, honestly, so far from Sentai, pink slash white rangers have been pretty underutilized. Yeah, like even like in the seasons where I've been, I've been just listing off characters like Mega Ranger and Ginga Man. I thought Mega Pink and Genga Pink were the weakest of those respective casts, even there. Um. So, like, yeah, it would just be Shinkin' Pink and Ninja White, and then maybe uh, Kaori there. But,
1: yeah, I don't... Uh, I felt like
0: she we'll timeline Time Pink will be... Yeah, I, know, well, I mean, this is your number one
5: if, spot. If, if she's like Jen, then she will be at number one. But I'm saving that for when we get there.
1: <laughs> right.
5: Yeah. Um. But, man, I, I liked Katarina's role the first time I watched the season. But in hindsight, man, she's just a a tool to drive uh, Ryu and Guy's development forward,
1: mm-hmm. and that kind of annoys me a little bit. Ish. Yeah, she she didn't really develop in her own right. She just kind of was there to be the center point of character drama. And uh, Anthony, uh, like Riz and what Patrick said, I, I
4: there were some some issues I had with her, but like overall, I do like her. But I, she's not really my top. I guess, well, she, no, she's not really technically a pink ranger. She's more, She's a white ranger, basically, but eh, I feel the same role.
1: Yeah, but like.
0: In the same way that we kind of, you know, rank Guy among both black slash green, you know, we rank Kyrie with like pink slash white. Yeah. I think the better way to
2: put it, Anthony, is she fills that role of um, the more feminine, the more. Uh, calm, and typically the voice of reason in a Sentai team. Yeah. Look at IHAM, look at uh, Sinkin' Pink, mm-hmm. and you'll see examples of Sentai pinks that are doing that role really, really well. Yep. Mm-hmm. But but that's not something you see here, is what I think we're trying to say. Yeah.
1: Where would she- you put that Oh, sorry, Anthony, I didn't realize you weren't finished. Go ahead. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I think she's good for the story. That's that's really what I have to say. If she wasn't in the story, then it wouldn't work. And uh, Riz? I don't want to put her on a top
2: or anything. I want to put her put her in the bottom something. C was not a good character at all. Like, I, I spent more time cursing her in these episodes, especially the love square. C just didn't contribute anything. And the only scene I actually really liked her was at the end when C was helping Ryu come to grips with uh, uh, Rhea's death. Beyond that, mm. I'm sorry, C was a worthless ranger.
0: Yeah. I mean what's but, funny is that th- there's a lot of uh, scenes I've noticed in this rewatch where she doesn't like there's times where she won't even transform like to battle like there's like a handful of battles that end with like her not even there well it's not even that it's
2: she had no identity beyond <clears throat> Ritz girl like she had no personality she had no character growth. She had no ambition. She had no anything. Literally, they walked up to her and said, "Hey, you got hit by some birdonic stuff. Welcome to the team, man And she said, "Oh my god, okay." But then, like, you don't see her struggling a lot with the transition from being this spoiled, rich girl to being. <coughs> a man, like, there's no struggle, there's no internal conflict there, we're just focused on the fact that Guy wants to tap that and Ryu doesn't want to tap that but C <laughs> wants to tap him and it's literally all about the hormones here, and I hate it oh, and I wants to tap her as well but that's a whole other thing <laughs> that
3: yeah, that
2: right it. there actually is one reason I put to lower on my list is because the development he did get was really bad development, yeah, fair enough. Um, but no, Kyori, I'd rather talk about bottom bottom of the pack rather than even trying to place her in any top list because she doesn't belong in any of that.
0: Oof, yeah, fair enough. Uh, finally, just a, this is going to be the easiest one for me, uh, with Akko. You know, I'm actually going to go off what Riz said um, last time. Even when I had Jetman bias, Akko never did it for me. I don't think I would be so mean as to put her in the bottom, but she is nowhere near the top for me. So uh, uh, she's not even my favorite female Blue Ranger. That would probably be Urara from uh, Maji Ranger. Um, But uh, yeah, Um, (laughs) Akko is nowhere near the top for me. Uh, What about you guys? Just to wrap up uh, Ranger placement. Yeah, she's. I mean, when you have
5: other blues like Shinken Blue, Mega Blue, Genga Blue, Gokai Blue, yeah, Gokai Blue. <laughs> she would even Koryu Blue.
0: <laughs> yeah, Koryu Blue is at least entertaining. Yeah, he yeah. is from uh, a
2: You mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Nosan's a lot better than her. Yeah.
5: Um, she just she's got some. Uh, steep competition here, and for being like the other character that was left behind, uh, I I, I like her role on the team as kind of being the energetic motivator, but that wasn't really utilized worth a crap either, so she's, I I would probably say she's the lowest, the worst character
1: of the five from the season, pretty easily. Yeah, there's no contest with that. Yeah.
3: Because
1: at, uh, mm-hmm.
4: at least Kaori had something going on for her. Akko doesn't have a, a, a story. Like, she's just there.
2: Okay, Riz's hot take incoming. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'd rather Ako's lack of story than the story we attempted to get out of Kyori. Okay. Oh. Okay.
3: I understand.
5: I hey, I understand. I'm, being, I'm being generous by you.
4: Because she's
5: not doing it for me. Uh, I, I can I can see your point. Sometimes it's better to have a character who isn't written
1: at all than to have one that's written poorly. So, yeah, I, I can understand your point of view. Yeah. So, I think to wrap
0: this up, just with Jetman in general... Um, I
2: did mean, want to talk about Akko for, like, one second, though. I didn't get to... Happened.
0: Sorry about
2: that, I didn't realize that. Um, Akko is very mid-level, like she's not terrible. See, this didn't get utilized at all. She suffers in the same way to write it is. She's mm-hmm. not terrible, she's just not good. So I would say that she has a passing grade, but that's not really saying a lot, which is not what's something I can say for Kyrie. <laughs>
1: Go ahead, Nate.
0: Okay. Um, I think the last thing, just to wrap this up briefly, uh, we've all talked about what we uh, overall think. So, uh, And, Riz, you don't have to chip in since you set like a 7.75 out of 10.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I guess for the rest of us, we should probably give our scores out of of 10. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll start – I'll probably say – I used to say 10 out of 10, but, you know, now, I mean, I think – A big thing that I've gotten out of this rewatch is that I see the flaws with this Sentai, but I still like it for selfish reasons. It might challenge me to say what my favorite is. Again, I might say Shinkenger. I do think Shinkenger is probably better than this, technically. Um, I would probably still give this like maybe an 8.9 out of 10. I see the flaws that you guys are talking about, but I still love it for personal reasons.
2: Um, I love the parallel here, Nate. I just have to comment that real quick. What's that? You and I, so your reaction at the end is what my reaction was at the end of Sinkinser, except I was saying, on a technical level, Kenzer is better than Gokai, but I still love Gokai, and that's my favorite one hands down for my own selfish reason.:
0: Yeah. and I, you know, I can. I hadn't watched Jetman, you know, for like maybe two or three years before we did this rewatch here, so I can see the flaws in it, but I still think it's good. And I and I, I nothing's really going to convince me that this is a bad Sentai. And thankfully, none of us think it's a bad Sentai. Just you know, we might disagree on whether or not it's amazing or not. Yeah. Um, but uh, Patrick or Anthony, whoever wants to go first.
1: Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll
5: keep it brief because i'm the other one who's seen the season already um going into this because after i watched the season the first time i was like it's on par with shinkendr but as time went along like i kind of separated the two seasons because the things shinkendr did right are a lot of the things that jetman did wrong and now rewatching this season it's it fell off for me a little bit like like to the point where I think I might like Ranger and Gingaman a bit more than this season. So
0: you might I like Gingaman a little bit more too. Actually, I really love Gingaman. Yeah,
5: Gingaman is amazing, especially okay. for those of you who like Lost Galaxy. Go watch Gingaman, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. I heard Gingaman is Lost Galaxy done right. Oh no, Gingaman yeah. is Gingaman is so good. Like I want to watch that just because we need to give that season more love. Um, I'm down. Yeah, but like, I, probably going into this, I had it sitting as a nine based off of my lingering thoughts from my first watch through. But man, it's fallen down to like a seven, six and a half, maybe. Like, it's insane how a second watch through can either enhance or ruin your perception of a season. And man, I, <laughs> it is not good the second
1: time around. As, as good as it was the first time.
2: You know, hearing you and Nathan say that, I kind of don't ever want to watch Jetman again then. <laughs> like, like to
1: be honest,
2: if, it's only really effective the first
5: time you see it.
2: Because my opinion is already where you guys are now, and I've only yeah. just watched it for the first time. So if I watch it again in like five years or something... It might guess, drop lower in the score I, for me.
5: It's, I guess it's probably because the first time I watched through it, I was so enthralled with the villains and guys story that the negative stuff I kind of overlooked. But now that I've, I know what I was getting myself into, because I've seen this already, the negative things just slap you in the face, like constantly. Yeah. I still think the pros outweigh the cons here, but this, it's not my second favorite Sentai like it was going into this.
0: Yeah, I think Patrick and I both had a similar experience with this.
2: Now, one question I want to ask you all, and this is my selfish um, Riz question to today. Did any of my hot takes
3: Wait,
2: leave? Before we, before
0: we answer that question, can we let Anthony give his a yeah. wink out again before we answer that question? I, I want to give Anthony a chance real quick. Oh, you're good. Um,
4: I pretty much said what I wanted to say about the, sh- about the show overall. Like I said, I, I enjoyed enjoy for the most part, but like I said, Guy was the highlight. And always has been, always will be. And of course, Grey, and of course, um,
1: Reed for the most part. Uh, what would you say uh, out of 10? Uh, I'd get a 7.5. Okay.
0: Okay, I'm sorry, Riz. I wanted to let Anthony uh, give his uh, two cents no, you're
2: good. you're um,
0: good. What was your question again?
2: My question is for you and Patrick, more than Anthony. But Anthony, feel free to answer as well if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, So I know I gave a lot of, like, rants and a lot of, like, um, grievances. And I'm wondering how many of my rants actually helped break y'all of some of the man bias y'all had.
0: I think your talk about the your issues with the love square really resonated with me, because even back then, I thought it was kind of annoying, but I didn't think it was as big of a deal. But for you to point out how it does kind of derail some of the characters, that actually resonated with me quite a bit. That was probably the big hot take of yours mm-hmm. that had a big impact on this reevaluation evaluation for mm-hmm. me at least. Mm-hmm
5: to be honest, I think that I might be the one who has the least amount of issues with the love story in this season.
3: <laughs>
5: because like, I, that was kind of like the big thing about this season was that it had like a very strong uh, love circle or whatever in it. and
2: Love square. And I'm, it saying, I'm,
5: saying, I'm saying circle because it's, it, it's the same idea. It, it, it goes around. <laughs> Um, but but they don't all you, point to each other. You you guys specifically, you Riz, you really harp on it. I don't really have that much of an issue with it, even after you going on and on about it. Uh, I I feel the same about it now as I did the first. It's probably the one thing about this season, aside from the villains and guy, that my opinions didn't dip on on this rewatch. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the stuff that you brought up. I kind of caught on too, just by watching the season again on my own. I didn't need you to tell me about it. <laughs> I picked up on a lot of that stuff on my own. So, yeah,
3: honestly, I had a honestly you
5: did. Yeah, your hot takes didn't really influence anything because I kind of just caught up, caught those on my own, and then you just mirrored what I was thinking when we were doing these.
2: Yeah. So what I'm hearing is I have to up my hot takes next time. Well, your hot takes for Shinkindra didn't work out in the long run, so... (laughs) Hey. Okay, look. Nobody could have predicted Shinkindra's ending with me,
0: okay? Except me. (laughs) I I think we can, uh, you know, just to bring up Shinkindra, I think we can all agree. I know that Riz says that Gokaiju is his favorite from... uh, for personal reasons, but I think like on a general consensus, Shinkinder is probably the best from a technical perspective. That's the consensus here on Toku Secrets.
2: Yeah. Like I'm using I use Shinkenger now to evaluate other Sentai. Yeah. So
5: how how many seasons did you guys review before I jumped in?
2: We exactly. did Gokaiser to Fruition. We did uh Tokyuzer way back in the gap. When it was originally we, airing. We right. started to do um Go Busters. But we never finished that series on here.
0: We Then Riz saw a lawnmower episode. He gave up.
2: Um, <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. I could not do the lawnmower. Episodes.
0: I've I've heard stories
5: of that episode. I don't need you to say. Have that you again. never seen it? No, but I've heard about it.
2: I don't
0: I need you to ex- it, just understand. I don't need you to explain it. We <laughs> started but we uh, all got kind of busy with other stuff, and it just kind of fell off. We'll probably get back. What we'll go back to Jew at some point.
2: I, I will say, Z Odra is the one that resonates with me the most, of the ones that I never finished. Yeah. Um, that was the one that I, want, that I wanted to say would have entered my top five at the very least. Mm-hmm. So I, because so the is know. that good.
5: So the reason I ask that question is, out of all the seasons you guys have reviewed for this, would you consider Kendra the best season?
2: Yes. Yeah, I would say right now. Technical level, yes. Our favorites may differ, though.
5: Well, I mean, like favorite versus what you think is the best. Yeah, it can be different.
0: Yeah, but,
5: yeah. So no, you think
0: definitely the best. Patrick, would you accept it if somebody said that like something like Gingaman was better than Shinkenger?
5: If someone told me that they thought Gingaman was better, I honestly wouldn't blame them because Gingaman is it's. A- I might lean a
0: little bit toward
5: that, to be honest. I mean, I mean yeah, it, it's it's an A tier of Sentai for sure. Like yeah. you're, you're not going to convince me that Man is better, but if you say it is, I I, I will I wouldn't question you for a second.
2: <laughs> now, one thing, just to reiterate, Nate,
0: what was your favorite red? Um, I mean, it used to be. Ryu, but uh, funnily enough, even like even like a couple of months before this rewatch, when I was reevaluating, I actually did say that Takeru was better than Ryu. Like I had Takaru was number one, and Ryu was number two. I would probably put Ryu at the bottom of number ten, but I think I can officially say, like, with how my mindset is like firmly set in place right now, I would probably say Takeru was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, number
1: guys- two would. Yeah, go ahead. Where, where would is Takuru? I
5: know Riz is gonna say Marvelous, but would Anthony and Nathan? Would you two put Takaru as like the best red? I That's would. What I just said I, I absolutely yeah. would. Yeah, I know you. I know you just said that, but okay, so but yeah, Riz, 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 Riz is, Riz is, Riz is yeah, gonna be Riz. So, <laughs> but I mean, well, then let me ask: favorite versus best? Do you think Takaru was a better
3: character than Marvelous?
2: yes, okay. I think I think he had a better storyline um overall, and that made him a stronger red in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But if I were to pick the red that I would want in my corner in a fight, it would be marvelous.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he would help you and look good while doing it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah, we
1: both look marvelous doing it mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Dude, I love I
5: love how you guys are validating my love for Shin Kener. <laughs>
2: So, okay, to, to give more expose there, I guess, to talk about this more. And I know we're tangenting like crazy right now on this review, but sorry. It happens. Um, <laughs> personally, I think Takaru is a great red because of the stuff he went through and how he felt when he was going through it. But I think Marvelous was a better red than Takaru in the leadership of the team overall because Marvelous he never truly wavered in like his ability to lead the team effectively and that's a great plus to me but Takaru struggled for the longest time because he didn't feel worthy of that role and so literally I got 50 something episodes of Gokaiser of Marvelous being the ideal red that you'd want in your corner helping you in a fight versus Takeru, who is probably competent enough to go head to head with Marvelous and not lose almost immediately. Hmm. But his leadership skills were very much lacking until the end.
1: You kind of hit what I feel about Marvelous. He's
5: He's all the stereotypes of a Red Ranger, but just amplified to a hilarious degree. <laughs>
2: yeah. But that's the beauty of him. Yeah,
1: it's it's kind of endearing for all the weird reasons. But... <laughs> Do we want to give uh, any closing
0: thoughts on Jetman before we uh, wrap this up? I'm pretty much um, sure. okay.
2: I will, I will give one last closing statement. Despite all of my hate, I gave Zetman for the Love Squire and for uh, Raita and Akko getting safted on character development, and the assortment of other complaints I had throughout, I'd still recommend if you're a Super Sentai fan and you're looking for something to watch, Zetman is something you have to watch once as a fan. Mm-hmm. It, it just. To me, this is a required Sentai to watch.
0: You would make it a must see.
2: It's a must see. Okay, because of the historical impact it has with the storytelling evolution, we see it in the future, and also it has
0: Guy, and Guy needs to be seen. But- as, long, as long as people are willing to acknowledge how great of a character Guy is, I don't, I don't need anything else from people.
2: Yeah, so like, if you, if you tell me oh, I'm never going to watch Tokyo, either, I'm going to say okay, cool, whatever. But if you tell me you're never going to watch Jetman, Man, I'm going to pull up the arms there and we're going to talk about that for a little bit.
5: <laughs> okay, then let me ask you guys one more question. Who's your favorite ranger and then where does Guy rank next to him? Our guy is number one for me. Yeah, I, I, knew,
1: I knew that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would probably put the carry as number
1: two. Who? Take care, Okay.
4: Well, you know, my, I know my ranking already with uh, Soji being number two now and Guy Me number one, so...
5: God dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's the inverse of what Nate said. The Shinkin Red is always going to be number one, but Black Condor is a very strong number two for me.
2: Well, you already know my answer, Patrick, so I don't know why yeah. you're asking me this.
5: I know, but... Where does Guy rank next to Marvelous and
2: Takaru? Okay, I was about to say, you better finish that question. Yeah,
5: I was about to say. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Because you can't just ask me about Marvelous, because Takaru also has to play into a factor here. So Um, one is Marvelous, two and three. Two is (laughs) Takaru. Guy is number three. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the reason I say that, despite all the love I give Guy... At the end of the day, Tacker was written a lot better.
0: Yep, a hundred percent. Yes, but
2: but Guy is just that much of a badass that it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so Guy and Marvelous have a lot in common, honestly. That's why their that...
5: dynamic in the tribute episode was so good. Exactly <laughs> yeah, for what little they had in their little interaction, they had it was good stuff.
2: Yeah. So I mean. If I hadn't seen Cancer, I would say Guy's number two. But because I've seen Takator, I have to put him above Guy. There's, I, I, can't, I can't do or dirty like that. Respect. So, but G- Marvelous is still number one. Like like I said a minute ago, if I was backed into the wall and I needed a ranger to help me out, <laughs> I wouldn't call Talker or Guy. I would call Marvelous first.
5: Well, I think it's safe to say that after you've experienced Shinken Red and Black Condor, that Gokai Red's just never gonna move from that position. Cause <laughs> I think those are the two yeah. best rangers in all of Sentai.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh, so. <laughs> so I I think he's got his number one set in stone forever. <laughs> I just need to forget about it. There's no convincing him. <laughs>
0: And the only, I mean, number three would for me would probably be Time Blue from Time Ranger. I really want to see what you guys think about that character. But, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But with that being said, um, this was Chojin Sentai Jetman, ladies and gentlemen. Um, next time we are going to be, uh, well, uh, this is a wrap on Jetman, actually. Uh, we are done, we have wrapped up one journey. And we're going to be getting another journey. Uh, Next time, we are actually uh, going to be, we are taking up a new journey. We are going to be becoming students of a tempo known as Jukin. as we take a look at Jukin Sentai Ranger. We hope you guys will join us for that. Um, We thank you guys so much for listening to this. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video. Uh, If you've seen Jetman before, please uh, give your thoughts on Jetman. Um, please follow us on AnimeSecrets.org and all of our social media pages like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, We appreciate those who are listening to us on Spotify and iTunes. Once again, we thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen. Um, If you haven't watched Jetman, please please watch it. If you don't want to watch it a second time, that's fine, because as this segment has revealed, watching it a second time might have some negative effects, but it's still a great sentai. Um, we thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you guys la- um, next time we are making our final flight before we land and begin our new journey as Jupkin students. But until that time, guys, we will see you later.